Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Drunk Agile. With me, as always, is the newly appointed Yogi Berra of Agile. <laughs> Pratik Singh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his name's actually Pratik Singh. Um, the most important person of Drunk Agile in the background, of course, is Nisha sitting there. Nisha, welcome. Uh, and my, asleep, as always. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and my name is Daniel Vacanti. Um, in Oh, I always want to jump right to it, but we got to, I always want to skip over the most important bit. <laughs> Pratik, what are you drinking? Yeah, I've, 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 we've been doing, we've been doing bourbons for quite a few of these of late. So I've gone back to scotch, um, the Abalau Rabuna, and that's 59.9% sherry cask, non-chill filtered. Yep, that's, that, that's, that's the drink for the day. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, unfortunately, because my stocks are running so low, this is these you know these are all you know COVID um, <laughs> drunk agile. So um, just went to kind of more my more stock whiskey uh, and Elijah Craig small batch bourbon. Uh, what is it? It's ninety four proof. So yeah, forty seven percent. I have on it. Be honest with you, I have a hard time drinking that stuff straight. So I just made myself an old fashioned. Um, but, uh, but cheers. It does. It, it, it's a pretty, pretty decent. It's one not bad. Yeah, when you, when you want to, when you want to, it's not bad for that. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. Uh, Pratik, what are we talking about tonight? Today, we're talking about Little's Law. In fact, more appropriately, we're talking about um, the myths around Little's Law, the misconceptions that are out there around it. So we'll, we'll, we'll be tackling three or four of the major ones and Others, as we drink, might come to mind that we want to tackle. <laughs> as <laughs> always. Yeah, as always, we're yeah. take, take on the three or four big ones that we see. Yeah, so if, if we, it's, same, it's probably the same caveat as always, if we publish these in order, um, we've, we've just done, uh, earlier we did a, a deep dive on Little's Law, the right things to do, the assumptions necessary for Little's Law to work. So tonight we're gonna cover the wrong things to do, this, the stuff that maybe you've heard that like most things you've probably heard about Agile simply ain't true. Um, yeah. what's, what's the first, start, start us off. What's, yeah, the, so the what's the first one, one we want to cover? The, the first one, which, which, um, frankly, you look at Little's law, and it's an equation, it's a formula. So, what, what it immediately for for most analytical-minded people, the first thing they start doing is going, it's a formula, it's an equation. Let's start plugging numbers in. If I plug my numbers in on the right side, I should get what's on the left side. It's just obvious. Um, fortunately. <laughs> You can't do that, and why can you not do that, Dan? Yeah, so if if we if we get really really fancy at editing, I don't know if you can do this in in post critique, but um, we'll show the 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 version of the the form of the equation that we usually talk about when we're talking about Little's law. Um, I just shook my table; there's a little bit of an earthquake in Florida. Um, is average cycle time equals average work in progress divided by average throughput. And we're gonna talk about the significant, uh, significance of those averages here in just a second. Uh, but as Pratik was mentioning, let's use some, some visual aids to kind of explain the first one. Yeah, so it's an equation. Let's just start plugging numbers in. You know, this is like F equals MA or E equals MC squared, right? We just, we're just, we're just gonna really just start, start plugging some numbers in. Uh, so this is some, some, you know, some data from a team, this is real world data from a real team, you know, uh, way back when. 
And we plug this data into Actionable Agile. Of course, everybody knows the best tool out there for metrics is Actionable Agile. Everybody knows that. Um, so we plug this in Actionable Agile. We've gone to the cumulative flow diagram and brought up the summary statistics. And here in the summary statistics, we're going to be paying attention to the system line here where we have, as we just mentioned, average throughput and average whip and average cycle time. So let's, I'm just going to go to my calculator, my handy dandy calculator, and I want to plug in these numbers. I'm going to take our average daily whip is 8.29. And we're going to divide that by our throughput, which is 1.22. If you're mathematically astute out there, you'll see that this is not even going to be close. Uh, and we get 6.795, 6.8, essentially. Uh, so I don't get a critique. Little's law is an equation. And that equation, and Little says that equation is exact. But here we have real data. And my whip divided by, by my throughput is not equaling my cycle time. Why? What? What? Why? Yeah. why? Well, obviously, that means that Little's law is wrong. Obviously. Why are we even talking about it, right? It's just well, wrong. Yeah. If, if someone asked me my cycle time, I would do whip divided by throughput. Why would, why would that not be right? Someone asked me how long something will take. That's what I would do. Um, yeah, it's, it's again, assuming we're publishing these in orders, and I, I'm hoping we will now that we have said that twice already. If you go back to the, to the first video where we're talking about the assumptions behind this law, if those assumptions are not met, and if you're not doing this, and Little says this, if you're not doing this over a, an extended period of time, there's absolutely no way that those numbers, well, not absolutely no way, but there is very little possibility probability that those numbers are going to line up. Yeah. And don't just take our word for it. Go, go, you know, find your own data and plug your own data in. And I'm willing to bet Pratik's life that the, the numbers will not come out the way that Little's Law, quote unquote, predicts them to come out in, in your system for your data. I, I can pretty much guarantee that will not happen. Because as Pratik said, for Little's Law to work, and Little's Law does work, it is exact, it is absolutely exact, but for, for it to work, all those assumptions have to hold for the whole time period under consideration. And in the real world, the real world that we're in, those, those assumptions just don't hold for all the time. This doesn't mean that Little's Law is not useful. It's very, very useful. Again, see previous video. Um, it just means that you can't just start plugging numbers in there and expect to say, oh, okay, well, you know, if my whip is eight and I want my cycle time to be two, then I need to have a throughput of four, right? That's not not, 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 not how Little's Law works, which kind of transitions us into the next myth. Do you want to talk about really? I'm, I think I'm doing these out of order from what we said, but, <laughs> but this is a nice, a nice segue. Um, do you want, want to talk about kind of the next, next myth? You can totally tell that this is neither scripted nor rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> we do these. We, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, we really are this stupid. Yes, we are. Um, so the next one, the next one that we really want to talk about was Again, just as uh, as analytical people see the equation, they try to plug things in. The, the obvious next step for people is to say, since this is a formula that's exact, we should be able to use this to make predictions. We should be able to say, hey, my cycle time is, is X or four days. My whip is eight, day, eight items, so my throughput should be Two, two items per day, that, that, that must always hold true. Um, the, the, there's, there's, there's an, well, for me at least, there's an obvious problem with that, but it's not very obvious when you first start looking at all this law that you cannot do that. So 
Why do you think, Dan? Why can't we do that? <laughs> well, I mean, I was just—I I was just recalling, um, and not going to name names here, but there, there was a certain individual who, for years, for probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years now, um, and you, you can look these presentations up, and you can see, we'll, we'll advocate to use Little's Law um, to determine your team size, to determine your right team mm -hmm. size, because what they're going to, what, what this individual says is, plug your numbers in. So that you can get your whip, and then based on whip, you can you can find your optimal optimal team size. There are all kinds of problems with that, not least of which is what we said right at the outset: is we're talking about a relationship of averages. So number one, we already proved that in in the real world, Little's law never comes out the way you want it to anyway. But even if it did, let's say let's say you did live in a perfect world. Um, what you have to remember is that Little's law is a relationship of averages and that the average cycle time equals average whip over divided by average throughput is the average part that most people leave out. They just, they just want to completely ignore it, not even talk about the average. So let me throw it back to you, Pratik. Why, why, why am I so bent out of shape that Little's law is, is a relationship of averages? Why, why, yeah. why is that problematic for forecasting? I thought, I thought we had a rule that every time we mentioned this particular book, you have to take a drink. Take a drink. For anyone watching or listening, uh, we're going to mention flow of averages flow again. Flow of averages. Take a drink. drink. <laughs> we'll just we're randomly just in all our videos for going forward. We <laughs> just, just randomly say flow of averages. <laughs> just there, right there. Yeah. yeah. If you, if uh, for those playing along at home, um, <laughs> if again going back to flow of averages, are one of our favorite books to 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 reference. Uh, again, as the flow of average says, plans based on average fail on average. So if you're using the relationship of averages to forecast, most likely, well, on average, you are going to be wrong with that forecast. Yep. You just, the, the word average and the word forecast should never, should never, should never appear in the same sentence, right? That's just, you know, the second you find yourself in flaw of averages territory, you just need to run screaming for the hills um, because that, that, that's just a rookie mistake. Um, that, that is just, you know, using averages to do forecasting. Um, I don't know, can't even talk to you at that point, if, if, you know, if you're, if you're going to advocate for that. So, what, which is interestingly, interesting enough, this kind of segues us into the last point where, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, you really can't do forecasting based on, on averages. Well, so, but, but Pratik, well, but then couldn't we just make all of our items um, exactly the same size. And, and by the way, isn't that what Little's Law requires anyway? I mean, we're harping on averages, but Little's Law says all your items have to be exactly the same size. So maybe at that point, average doesn't matter. Isn't that right? So in order of the three questions you asked. <laughs> I think there were five. No, no. I have to check the tape. I think yes. there were five. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you cannot make everything the same size. I don't even think that's physically possible. I don't think that's like... I don't care how hard you try. I don't think it's possible. Uh, and, and no, Little's Law does not require everything to be the same size. It absolutely does not. Uh, when we, again, reference previous video, we covered the five assumptions of Little's Law and none of those was everything has to be the same size. <laughs> we and know, we were there, we said it. We so were we there, know. yeah. We know for sure that, we, that that's not part of it, yep. <laughs> and, and, and the last one you asked was, if everything is the same size, will Little's Law work? Yes. If you were able to, 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 to magically make everything the same size and magically have a constant whip throughout your process, sure, Little's Law will work. 
but I don't think you can. I, I, I just do not think that that it's, it's, it's if you held all five um, assumptions of Little's Law and they all were there, making things the same size does not matter. Yep. But and, and not, not that everybody's going to, I mean, I, I personally would recommend that you go and read the original proof of Little's Law. Um, at the very least, I would, I would read um, a lot of the papers that he's published in the 50 years since. It's been over 50 years since he's published that. Um, or is it? Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's been a long time. Right? It's, I was gonna, it's almost 60. I was going to say we're coming up on yeah, it's 60 almost 60. Yeah. Since, since that's been published. But he's, he's published a lot of papers since then. Uh, and in almost all of those papers, and I think in the original proof, he gives a bunch of examples where all the items that are flowing through the system definitely are not of the same size. Um, and he wasn't talking about software back then. So if he's, if he's talking about all these contexts where Little's Law is applicable, um, I don't know why software thinks or, or just any knowledge work in general would think we're so special that, oh, now we have to make everything the same size. It's absolutely not true. It's, it's just so, 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 so not true. Um, but if you have been if you have been watching these videos and you have seen some of our our videos on right sizing, um, you know those right sizing videos give you a whole bunch of hints in terms of some things that you can do so that you are not violating those um, those little little law assumptions. You're still um, you're still gracefully allowing for variability in your process, uh, but now you're trying to control that variability uh, so that maybe you're not violating those little laws assumptions as much. And, 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 and hopefully you've seen this as a trend through all these videos that, um, that you shouldn't be spending too much time uh, trying to make things work. You should really be doing a little amount of work to, to get things to go and then, then figure out what to do later. Um, similarly, for if even if you got it in your head somehow that everything has to be the same size, somehow you arrived at that conclusion, the amount of time it will take you to make everything same size is, is go it's gonna be just so costly that at that point it's just, <laughs> anything to do with metrics and forecasting is not gonna help you because you're spending more time making things the same size than actually working on, on the stuff. Um. So we've been drinking quite a bit. We've been talking quite a bit. Did we did we come up with any other any other kind of little slaws myths? I think we, we definitely covered the ones that we wanted to. Um, yeah. I, I guess the the final. Oh, sorry, there was one more. I guess I wanted to, to talk about. Did you? Well, I had I, I just one just popped in my head, which was you know you shouldn't really be too bothered by occasional violations of Little's law. Like it's it's okay. It's okay if every once in a while an item gets canceled. It's it's okay if every once in a while your whip exceeds what 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 your regular whip is. It's okay. Little's law will still define will still give you a decent understanding of your system. Um, what's not okay is the completely throwing caution to the wind and ignoring all the assumptions behind Little's law. And but every once in a while, in real systems, those things happen. Yep. The um. The last one I wanted to mention now that now that I stopped screen sharing, um, I guess maybe I should start it again because I had it I had it going for most of the video and just totally forgot we got we got to talking and drinking. I totally forgot about that. Uh, the last one that I, I want to mention, which is really kind of brings this full circle back to the first one that we talked about, is um, a lot of quote unquote proofs of Little's law that you will see out there involves a cumulative flow diagram 
uh, and drawing a triangle on the cumulative flow diagram. Mm. Again, maybe if we get fancy in editing, Pratik, you can come up with a visual for that. Um, but that is absolutely not, not a valid proof of Little's law. Um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll leave it as an exercise for the reader to tell us why that is a not valid proof of Little's law. Maybe please leave a comment on this video if you're watching this. Um, why can't I just draw a triangle on my, on my cumulative flow diagram and that kind of prove, prove Little's law? Um, and and I, we want answers independent of, you can't just plug numbers in. There's, there's another, there's something else going on here. Um, so we'll leave it as an exercise for the reader why that, uh, why that can be. I don't think our listeners were expecting homework. Yeah, they probably weren't. Um, hint, hint, <laughs> the real answer involves either summation or calculus. So just gonna, just gonna leave it at that. Um, the, other, the other hint is look up, uh, look up some videos by, or look up some past presentations by Don Reinertsen because he actually talks about why this, uh, why this is not the case, so. But yeah, it's, um, we've had way too much to drink to start talking about calculus. Yeah, yeah as soon as, Talking about as soon intervals. as you get into calculus, we know we've gone too far. Yep. So time to pull it back then. Um, that's, that's, I guess that's, that's, that's kind of it for a little slide. I mean, as always, I, I'll give you the last word, Pratik. What, how, how can you wrap things up for us? This may be, maybe, maybe review, I'll prompt you, maybe review the myths that we've covered so far. Yeah, uh, well, for me, most, most metrics analytics, they, they, they fall into two or three categories and uh, understanding your system and predicting what's going to happen with your system are two different categories. Um, Little's law is more in the, the former than the latter. Yeah. Little's law is to understand how your system is behaving and what, what might be going on, not to predict how your system is going to behave and what you're going to get out of your system in the future. It, it's, it's, more, um, it's more analytic in nature than it is predictive in nature. Um, which is which is fascinating because it doesn't. What's what's kind of ironic about that? Ironical uh, about that is, you know, by understanding our system, we can make it obviously more predictable. So, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, the the okay, fine. I'll recap <laughs> the myths then, since you know you totally ignored my question, Mister Politician. Um, so number number one, just because it's an equation doesn't mean you just start plugging numbers in to get a result. Don't do that. Number two, don't use it for forecasting, right? It's a relationship of averages um, and it, it wasn't meant. Little's law is, I, I can't believe we didn't say that. And Little is very explicit about that. Little's law is about looking backward, just as Pratik said. God, I can't believe he's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Little's law is all about looking backward, about understanding what happened in your process. It's not about looking looking forward. Uh, so that's uh, that's number, uh, number two, can't use it for forecasting. Um, and then... Number three was, Pratik, do you remember? What, what, what he doesn't remember. He doesn't three? remember. <laughs> you don't, Little's Law does not require everything to be, <laughs> to be exactly the same size. Even if you could do that, you wouldn't want to for all the reasons that, that Pratik just mentioned. So those are the three big myths of Little's Law. Maybe you've heard one or more of those. Um, as I like to say in my books, if anybody starts shouting some of those things, you have my permission to just walk up and, and slap them. That's, you're, you're just more than welcome to do that. Um, Nisha ran away. She no, just she, 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 I think little, she just hid from the camera. She, she was got like, a little camera shy. Yeah. <laughs> so. right there, she's like, I've spent enough time 
sitting in front of the screen watching australia lose to india i've got enough of that hey we don't get we don't get political here right <laughs> that's what you're talking about right um okay so for for nisha in the background there and for for Yogi Berra, my name is Daniel Bacanti. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Drunk Agile, and we will see you in the next video. Cheers, everybody. Take care.